We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. And there's only so many people willing to come out in public now. <laughs> Nordo's one of them because you don't have a choice. Yeah, or well, don't you worry if you uh, could see me now. I've actually fully covered up with uh, all the COVID stuff, so I've got a mask on. I've got the got the suit. It's all a hazmat. Ha- hazmat. Mm. Mm. Charlie's also here, but in cardboard cutout form, and that's scary. I was going to say creepy, but it's scary scarier works. than COVID. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, is, uh, he, he can only be here in cardboard form because he can't actually be here because he's self-quarantining. <laughs> he, he's he's uh, come back from overseas and uh, decided that, in well, he's done the right thing. He's um, quarantined himself for 14 days, but sort of had a bit of a slip up. He went to a wedding. I was going to say, did he go to that wedding? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, so Carmel tells me, I think he went, but he said, it's okay, I stood away from people. And Can you imagine going to an Italian wedding and not... Yeah, standing away from people? Yeah, like not shaking hands or... Uh, I'm not... Yeah. It wouldn't work. I don't know. It just wouldn't work. Well, he's, he's done it, so I, I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall at that wedding to see how he did it. I it's would amazing. have too, but I just... Isn't it now counterproductive if he's gone to a wedding and be, if it was an Italian wedding, it would have been sizable? Yeah, I mean, to to be fair, um, his risk is actually very low. It's still he a risk. He was in India, Nordo. It was, it's still a risk, and it, but it is quite low. But the thing is... <laughs> Hang on, you're ignoring... He was in India, Nordo. Yeah, well, the thing is, well, three days after he's done his self-isolation um, and the wedding, or mm-hmm. <laughs> they've, they've said, well, anyone from overseas should be self-isolating. Mm-hmm. So he did it three days before that he was told to. So there's one thing. And... Um, but. <laughs> There is a risk. He shouldn't have done it, really. He shouldn't have done no, it. No. He's been in a metal cylinder with other people. And the other thing was when I was talking, and we will talk to him very soon, um, I think it's Asian Fusion Day, which means he's cooking Japanese food and watching Monkey Magic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> a couple of days ago he's been – I'm sure you've been getting these messages too. He was watching The Crown and cooking scones. Uh, yeah, I know. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. The scones actually look quite good. Uh, well, he's driving himself crazy. Like, oh, and he's getting into all these – like, uh, I think uh, – what was it um, – Frozen 2 is now out. So <laughs> Stop it. Oh, yeah. No, he's Frozen 2's on Disney+. Plus. So he's, I'm surprised oh. he hasn't signed up for Stan and everything else. He's, uh, Doesn't he already have Stan? Well, he's got. I think he's got Netflix and Disney+. Plus and so like a, Hang on a minute. Stop another right one there. would be another. Stop, you know. stop, stop, stop. Chalutz is a 42-year-old man. <laughs> That's self-isolating. That's self-isolating. <laughs> There's a lot of time to fill. And a subscription to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Well, they have got the Mandalorian. That was a main. Have you seen or heard about the Mandalorian? No. Oh, pretty good series. Is so, it? Yeah. No, it's the. It's off the back of uh, Star Wars. So you're not a Star Wars. Fan. I am a Star Wars. I'm a massive Star Wars fan. Well, you know, uh, Bubba Fett. Yes. It's like his story. He was a Mandalorian. And, really. And it's a story of um, the Mandalorian race and. Good, wow. good series, and they're releasing a second one soon. But um, yeah, You're very, Disney Plus you, is only really the Mandalorian, and then that's about it. There's some Marvel, like all of the Marvel stuffs on there. So and you know, Frozen too, and Frozen too. Yeah, like so. I still think it's concerning that if Charlie's going to have subscriptions for screen, streaming services, that Disney Plus is the one that he picks. <laughs> I understand. I understand. And uh, what, what are oh. the other ones like? Oh, I can't even. Know. Uh, Prime something. Oh, yeah, Prime Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one that the new Top Gear's on that's not called Top Gear anymore. Right, right. Oh, I don't so even know what it's called. Original presenters but in a different show. Yes. Yeah. 
And I don't subscribe to that either. But I do have kids. I still don't have a Disney Plus subscription. Yeah. Well, I was tempted on that Prime thing one because they've been um, advertising the test, you know, how it, it documents uh, when, you know, the whole bowl tampering and getting kicked out for two years. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So there's a documentary about it, I think. So it's on that. We've got Apple TV. So every now and then if I know there's something on, I'll yeah. subscribe. And I'm one of those people that don't keep track of my subscriptions. <laughs> I always say don't ever take financial <laughs> advice from me. Yeah. I don't keep track of any of them. I'll just go, oh, yeah, subscribe and just put in all the preset yeah. things that are there anyway. Yeah. So I, I could be a subscriber. I, I wouldn't know. The kids know. could subscribe because – Peyton's old enough to work Apple TV now, so yeah, yeah. Well, see, the good thing is that uh, Charlie got Disney Plus, so now I can watch the Mandalorian <laughs> <laughs> on Charlie's. So, I mean, there is some. Are upside. you telling me that you use his login to oh, use it, mate? I wouldn't do such a thing like no, that. I no, I wouldn't think so. No. A pillar of our community, <laughs> such as yourself, Nordo, surely you're not doing that. Well, pretty much all there is to watch is the Mandalorian on that. Uh, well, you can rewatch all the, you know, Avengers and all that sort of stuff. But I've seen rewatch. Those. Yeah, I've seen all those. Rewatch. Yeah. I've not ever watched an Avengers movie. Are you kidding? No. Oh my god! Great series of movies. Love them. Mm. I love all those superhero movies. Love them. Do you? Mm, Is that because it's a real escape from reality? Uh, I got no idea why I like <laughs> I got no idea. I like action. Like really, you know, Die Hard or any of those sort of old movies. I love that. All those sort of things. You know, yep. any, anything with action, mm. under siege, that sort of gear. Steven Seagal. Oh, yeah. Stop it. He's just a cook. <laughs> oh, Speaking of just a cook, there's mm. a man in his kitchen probably cooking right now. Should we give him a bell? Let's give him a bell mm. and see what he's up to. Charlie. Yes, hello, Jade. How are you spending your time? Uh, well, I have a routine. Oh, God. So, <laughs> I get out of bed. Uh, frozen. No, frozen's just Ends a bonus frozen. today. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a bonus today. Uh, anyway, so get out of bed uh, at about nine. Uh, what time did you really get out of bed the night before? Uh, well, it all depends what time I finish my bottle of wine or whatever I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, after your bottle of wine, you're getting up at nine o'clock. Yeah. Thanks for the detail. Uh, yeah. Uh, so have a copy. Make of myself coffee and a couple of bottles. No, 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 Harley doesn't get COVID either, though, so... Yeah, Harley wears a mask. Dogs are so immune. Harley wears a mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. That's just so, no, so, that's so no one recognises him walking with Charlie. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I put him in disguise. I put him in a disguise. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so it works out well. Um, yeah, so we, you know, he plays for a couple of hours, uh, come back, I make my own breakfast, lunch thing, and then it's uh, movie time. How's, how's it going with uh, getting your groceries? Uh, well, Cole's click and collect. Ah, nice. Click and collect. And uh, the, the collect part, how, how does that work? You just sit in the car? I was hoping they'd deliver, but apparently I'm too close to both Woolies and Coles for them to deliver. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. What, yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well,. Cole found out I was seeing Woolies and it, <laughs> gone and it all went yeah. pear shaped. That's it. Yeah. Delivery's off. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, you just go to Coles and you call them, or Woolies, and uh, you call them when you get there and they just uh, put it in your boot and take off. 
Oh, that's good. Then there's really no Enough reason for like panic buying. Panic buying. There is no reason at all. People are crazy. no, no reason. Oh, well, crazy. yeah, there was um, like a few things I couldn't get. Like when I put my order in, but like that's what? that's only because people are crazy mm. and they've uh, it out. Means me. Oh yeah, Brett Hammett went through. I would, when did I go to see him? I always get my meat on like a Monday afternoon for the week or for nearly two weeks sometimes. And he said he'd been through three tubs of mince meat that day. Oh my god! And the sausages were only made that day, which is not usually how you should cook sausages. Yeah. They need to sit for a day. Yeah. And they did say yeah. cook them on a much lower heat because they'll yeah, end up yeah. exploding because they're fresh today. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's great that it's fresh, but you don't, you kind of don't want your sausages to yeah, be yeah. like that. But right. yeah, three well, massive. Speaking tubs. of speaking of sausages, I'm. Related news. Looks like uh, pig season's going to be called off this year because it's gathering of, uh, over 100 people. Yeah, I was talking to your cousin this morning, one of your many cousins. You could take a stab at who it was. And she'd <laughs> mentioned that this was your top concern at the moment, that Easter would be called off or Italian Easter would be called off because – and your main concern was you wouldn't be able to do the pigs. Well, you won't be. Well, we were talking about this, weren't we, Charlie? I was Nostradamus about last year because we called it early. Did you? Yeah, we said we're going to have a, we're going to skip it a year this year. Why? Well, well, we have enough left over. We had some left over this year, well, the last batch, mm. and we thought we'll have enough probably left over. We'll do a big batch this, uh, you know, last year, and we'll have enough left over. We'll, we'll skip a year, and then we'll we'll still help out and whatever. Mm. So we called it early. We called it way back in last big season. Right, it's not happening. Like our production at home is literally my dad, Luke's dad, and Luke. How many pigs you do though? One. Just one yeah. full pig. One full pig, and that's it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's only three yeah. of them. Yeah. If you buy the meat cut up, I suppose, then all you do is mince it. It's yeah, well, that's that exactly right. It's a good process, though. I enjoy the process. I do not. <laughs> I steer clear. And my gym gets turned yeah. into a salami drying shed for a couple of months, which yeah. really – although maybe it won't happen this year because Luke's still doing the 42K thing, even though the event itself – who knows what's going to happen in October, but even if it gets called off – He's decided that 42Ks is pretty much from our front driveway to Menangatang. Oh, right. So if it gets called oh. off, that's what he'll run. Awesome. He'll run oh. from home to Menangatang. Hopefully by October, we should all be in the clear. That yes. Be right. Otherwise, because that's when Coachella is. And, no, <laughs> that's when Coachella is, and that's when I'm hoping to go. Well, that's right, because you were supposed to fly out to America. Yeah, next, next week. week. Yeah. Whenever it was, no, the week after. To go to Coachella, yeah. and now there's no Coachella until. October. Yep. October uh, yeah. NBA got uh, postponed as well, so we had a couple of matches we're going to, and that's not going to happen. Mm, nothing's going to happen, especially in America. Yeah, the NBL, the local NBL, had to play to empty crowds yeah. in their grand final. So the SFNL had a meeting last night, the league, and that's been officially delayed until 30th of May. Right. So uh, locally, and uh, Robinvale Euston Football Netball Club have called everything off. Well, Put it on hold yep. until yeah, I saw that Facebook for, yes, just until further notice because they don't want. First of all, they don't want people sharing drink bottles and yeah. all of that kind of thing. And they've been getting massive numbers, especially to the junior development program. They've been, yeah. been getting huge numbers. That's awesome. And then can yeah, it is awesome. But then combine that with senior training as well, and all of a sudden you've got a hundred people out on that track. Yeah, easy. So yeah, yeah. lucky basketball finished. Did you hear the podcast last week, Charlie? Uh, yeah, no mention of Okamos whatsoever. <laughs> exactly right. You know, I was about to write. I was about to write a strongly worded letter to you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise. Could not believe it. They went through under twelves. Went all the way up yeah, through yeah. the women. B grade women. B grade women. How good is this? Oh wait a minute. Yeah. Hang on. No. Okamos, the team that her husband plays in. <laughs> 
Nothing. Ma- makes a grand final, not a yeah. mention. I apologise. I was waiting until there was a member of Ockermo's uh, oh here with God. me. Oh, I'm sure you were. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you were. Slot yeah. Connell won pretty much everything oh, was, yeah. that there is to win. Yeah. yeah. And an yeah. Ockermo's player and no mention, nothing. Nothing. Unbelievable. Nothing. That's true. Seth was still playing. Mm. Was his finger broken? Yeah, oh, mate, he plays with completely uh, broken yeah, ankles, broken, broken ankles, fingers. Whatever. He's just a machine. He is way. a machine. Yeah. And can play. Oh. There's a video that Luke got. You guys would have got it as well. I think it was on the group chat, and I yeah. really want to download it and share it, of his warm-up shooting oh, yeah. Yeah. where he's yeah. got his back turned and he just flicks it over. <laughs> yep. Someone's got to send that to me. <laughs> Because that needs to be shared with the wider community, yeah. not just the Okamos basketball team. And he's, uh, well, well, how do you uh, quote it? Just warming up, boys. Just warming up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, well, he won three pointers, uh, like most points and uh, MVP. MVP. Yeah. Well, I think the only thing he didn't get was the fouls. Yeah, most yeah. fouls. Did his old man I think Phil got no, that. Yeah, Phil no, got that. No, he didn't. It was, um, uh, who was that? It was uh, in the. Uh, uh, other team with the other boys. That's another story brought to you by Nordo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. No yeah. idea. No, in Travis Bustle's team, well, maybe one of the Mannix boys, I can't remember. So I think the most fouls, I think that's a flawed award. We shouldn't be giving is, an award for most weird. fouls. Yeah, because I could nail that. They're having like, a go. I just wanted to go. They're having a go. You know, fair enough, because you actually get clapped off when you get, when well, you get five fouls. Like, why are we clapping people for fouling that much? It's yeah, weird. So on that topic, you talked about everything else other than whether you guys won or not. So go on, give well, us a score We give were us never expected line. to win, <laughs> but we made a good game. No, we got close. We, uh, we did make a good game of it. It was a high-scoring game, and uh, we played quite well, I thought. But mm. uh, in the end, I think we lost by maybe double digits, maybe 10 or so. I think it was a little bit. No, points, I don't know. It was good. It was good. It was a good game. No, it was... Um, yeah. Who was the other team? What were their names? Stallions. Stallions. There you go. I was going to say, if you're Lee having a crack at me for not mentioning you guys and then you don't mention who you lost to. <laughs> no, it's, it's uh, Lewa and Chad. Not Chad. Um, The other Neil and guy. What's his name? Nick. Nick. Nick, yeah. Nick can play. He, yeah, he oh, can God. play, can and he? he's only like 14, 15. I know. He's crazy. can play footy too. Oh. But you know what? Today. His dad, like Shannon coached me for a couple of years when I've First came to Robin Vale, and I, as far as basketball goes, I really need to be coached. Otherwise, things fall apart. I need to be told where to go, what to do, how you want me to play this. Otherwise, I'm no good whatsoever. Um, and Shannon is a very, very good coach. So if Nick's coaching, Ooh. if Shan's coaching him in the juniors still, because he's still playing under yeah. 16s, yeah. then he's going to be awesome with a couple more years of. Well, we want to poach him for Okamos, definitely. Yeah, Okamos. Yeah, and then have Shannon coach you blokes, and you <laughs> might win straight. next yeah, year. Damn straight. How yeah. Great that be? Well, let's mm. put it on the table now. Yeah. Because Maz listens. Let's do the, let's do the call out. Anyway, I believe so. Now that we've said it, now that we've said it on the podcast, it's got to happen. <laughs> is that how, <laughs> is that how it works? Now? That's how it works. <laughs> that's how it works. Right. Anything you say in the podcast. I'm having. I'm struggling a little bit here, Nord. I keep looking up. And, and kind of giggling. It's almost like we've got Charlie in the room. Well, he's the uh, the <laughs> tallest man in this room. Oh, here we go. That's why you have to look up because yeah. the cardboard cutout of himself is is actually. If, I don't know if you've noticed, but the, it, it's supposed to be life size, but it's actually uh, probably. Wait a minute. About three have you got it there? Bigger than. Wait a minute, how did you get it? <laughs> Don't you worry about how I, I told you I was going to get it. And I think we should actually auction it off as a 42K fundraiser. Yeah, I, I doubt you'll get 10 bucks for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, the things that people would like to do with this. I really. know. And you know what? People are really bored now. People are putting themselves into self-isolation. <laughs> and they're buying. What's the weirdest thing you've bought so far while you've been locked up? 
Like, did you need that uh, big penny? <laughs> no, I didn't, I've already got two of those. I don't think I'm missing. Hey, brown cardigan? No, no, no. Uh, well, I've only, it's not a brown no, cardigan. No, you you're an idiot. Can't see. Yes. Uh, no, no, I haven't bought nothing that I haven't needed. Just, uh, you know, a few, you know, little things that I've wanted and I've found. A backpack. You bought a backpack? It was good. A backpack? Haven't you got like yeah. three backpacks already? Or... No, this one's. Oh, that, well, no, they're man you bags. You know my. Yeah, oh, exactly. you've got that's man not, bags. That's not a purse. That's yeah. a satchel. <laughs> that's, that's what he's got. <laughs> no. But. So, anyway, getting back to Corona. Yeah. Apparently, Taj Mahal shot today. Well, you're lucky, aren't you? Yeah, lucky you got in when I did. Did you actually get in, in, or did you only get to walk around? No, you, you go in, oh, but good. there's not much to see in. The a... outside, the impressive bit. If it's closed today, then, is it closed because of the virus or because of mass gatherings? Uh, because of mass gatherings, I'd say, because there's definitely more than 500 people there at a time. Yeah. yeah. See, I just, I, I just think that the figures that we're going to get out of Countries like India, South Korea, Thailand, Indonesia, which is apparently has zero cases at the moment. Yeah, zero uh, reported. Yeah, zero, exactly, zero <laughs> reported cases. I just think those statistics, are, I'd take them with a grain of salt. What kind of checks did they put you through? Uh, so India was awesome. We had to fill out, uh, you know, about four or five forms saying where you've been, what you've done, do you have any symptoms, this and that. Uh, and then they took the temperature and this happened like more than once uh, yeah. the whole time I was there. Singapore, when you come in, they had a bit of a questionnaire and uh, you had to walk through, they had like infrared scan of things. So they didn't, um, they just picked up your heat. So they didn't actually take your temperature, but they could see if you were hotter than the normal yeah. person. Yeah. <laughs> <normal> person. And, uh, <laughs> and are and you hotter than a normal person, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely hotter than a normal person. You, you all know that. But <laughs> I mean, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, you've got the picture right there. Um, mm-hmm. um, so uh, Melbourne, though, it had one extra question on the electronic, um, you know, the ele- electronic passport thing that you do as you come in. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it had one extra question that just said, uh, pretty much, have you travelled to mainland China, uh, Iran, Italy, Japan, somewhere else? And that was it. Yeah. And that's it. So, yeah. So... I don't know if they've ramped it up since, well, uh, but this have. was a week you ago. Were, you were three days before they mm. ramped up uh, mm. the first yeah. time. So. But this was three days, three days ago, and I couldn't believe uh, the lack of not screening they had in Melbourne as opposed to everywhere else. Yeah. yeah, right. That's scary too. Yeah. But they have been talking about the, the countries that are coping well with it are the ones that have you know shut down completely. in the early stages com- yeah. completely, and the ones that have mm. now gone really through the roof on that sort of trajectory scale are the ones that have left it and just gone, no, wait and see. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the also too, like at the moment, ours has been downgraded from 500 uh, to 100, mm. and uh, in America they're saying uh, are gathering more than 10 people. So it, really? dep- it depends where yeah. you are in the world as yeah. to what the government's telling you, how many people well, should be. Well, no, the- Outdoors, outdoors, they're saying up to 500, so 
outdoors 500s and then anything indoors, uh, so pubs, clubs, that kind of uh, stuff, limited to 100 people. Because I know there was supposed to be a huge, and I really feel for the committee involved in the um, quilters convention that was the National Quilters Convention was supposed to be held in Robinvale this weekend. That wow. was a phrase I never thought I'd hear. <laughs> yes. oh, and yes. you know what, the phrase <laughs> I was going oh, to, I was invited yeah. to be guest speaker at a quilter, <laughs> quilters convention right. this weekend is a phrase yeah. I never thought in a million years I would say. Oh, but I was looking quite forward to it because yeah. I was going to give a presentation about Robin Vale and that's been called off. Yeah. And I feel really sorry. So Beverly Bond um, was the – I don't know whether she's the president or the secretary. She's involved and she's the one I've been liaising with. Yeah. And she sent me a text message yesterday saying it's been called off. And I thought, oh, I knew uh-huh. this was coming. But yeah. what a shame because they've been putting How many in, people are they expecting? I think 200 to 400 people. Uh. You know, coming oh. to the area, so that's all. That's a massive injection of cash into the yeah. local economy. Yeah. It's what about um, what about the uh, the tennis um, tournament? East tournament has that been called up? Yeah, not at this stage. Apparently, uh, latest is on Facebook is that it's still going ahead, but um, you know. Uh, stay in touch. So, yeah, well, they're saying stay in touch. They are expecting similar numbers, I think. And they said because it's uh, outside and mm. um, you're when you're playing tennis, I suppose you're more than one and a half metres from most people. And so, you know, yeah. distancing and all that sort of stuff. So at this stage, still going ahead, but we'll see what happens. Mm. Just no hugging or shaking hands after the match. Yeah. Yeah, but see, there's a contradiction here. So they're saying sneeze into your elbow, which is – and all these things are common sense that we and should then, do anyway. But then they're saying tap elbows instead of shaking hands. But you're not going to lick your elbow, are you? Well, you can't mm. lick your elbow. It's physically impossible. You, well, you can't, get, yeah, sorry, you can't get your elbow in your mouth. So that's the thing. It's transmission through your mouth. So Is it? Yeah. So if you touch yeah. someone's hands and then you put your hand to your mouth, that's where how you get it. Right. Not, so that's the whole thing about your, not touching your face. Yeah. That's the whole thing about not touching your face. So that, this is why you don't actually get it topically through your skin. You're yeah. getting it by putting it into your mouth. Is it mouth, eyes, nose, like anything yeah, that's anything airborne that's like that that can get in, get in. Yeah, yeah. to an orifice? Any orifice. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Man, I, didn't think it, I didn't think the word orifice would be, the, would but be it, a word that we've This whole toilet paper situation too. It's oh, made speaking me, of orifices. made me think. Well, this is why, you know, train of thought. Because it is odd um, that, you know, how we were – well, um, I was talking to someone recently and they said that uh, they uh, had some workers that couldn't get toilet paper and they've just reverted back to the old school just hand. hand and wash hands. And I'm like, well, you know what? If I got poo on my arm, would I be content with just wiping it off with a bit of paper? No, I would hope not. No. So why do we just content with just wiping... Your bottom. Well, get out, get out on the lawn with a hose. Wash it down. <laughs> get, get, some, get some water on there and, and yeah. actually wash it off and then wash yeah. your hands. I fully subscribe to the, you know what, every time you go to the toilet, have a shower. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm absolutely down with that. <laughs> actually, slight waste you know what I can do? Full you know what, we've got a Dan, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe bidet. You know what I, I should do is, um, yeah, what I should do while I'm looking for stuff on the internet is get one of those Japanese seats. Yeah, tell, tell us how much a bidet's worth. You can Google it right now, can't we? Surely. Uh, what are we mm. going, what's a bidet going to cost us, really? Uh, to, to well, not a bidet. I don't, I don't want a bidet. I just want one of those uh, Japanese things. You can, you can buy them and retrofit them. But aren't they the same thing? Yeah, anything no. that squirts No, no, so a bidet. Is is a bidet. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Well, no, well, a bidet is obviously uh, French. Yeah, and it's a separate thing. Well, maybe yeah, it is so a worthwhile can, investment. Who knows? Yeah, well, this is the thing. Maybe this is the shock that everyone needed to stop uh, wasting paper on their bum. Yeah, Jack yeah. Jack actually made a really good point before and I'm going to forget how he said it, but I, I it did stop me. He said um, 
He was talking about, so we're at Network House today again. Oh, nice. And um, there's, Jack's been putting some signs up and we'll put them on Facebook a little bit later too. But he was talking about how instead of shaking hands now, maybe we go back to the hands together namaste as a mm-hmm. greeting. Um, and I thought, oh, it's fantastic. Maybe we go back to gentlemen wearing hats and tipping your hat. Tip your hat? Yeah. Mm. Um, and he Charlie's made a comment. Well, He's got lots of yeah, uh, I love hat hats. tipping hats. Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say, you'd have the hipster hats too, wouldn't you? Uh, his, yeah. his hat collection, it's either like a 1960s bookmaker or, um, <laughs> you know those people that sit in those weird cafes no, that think, smoke uh, and think, play oh, poker no, and think, stuff? Think yeah. blinders. Depends peaky which, blinders. Peaky, yeah. Yeah. It depends which way you wear them. If it's forward-facing, then it's peaky blinders. If it's backward-facing, it's the weird people that sit in cafes Correct. and smoke. No, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. forward and and it's he's got a you know a big noggin and he's got a very small hat. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. <laughs> it's, it's like this. It's like it's almost like the the Jewish skull cap, but it's it's got a peak on it. I don't think we call them skull caps. Oh, not I don't know what they're called. They're called. Um, I do know what they're called. What are they called? Here we go. Eco bidets. You can retrofit it to your toilet seat. I'm sure seven hundred and ninety bucks. Seven hundred and ninety dollars. That's yeah. a lot. Has that got oh, some well. sort of vibration and heating function as well? Like uh, it may have heating. It may have heating. No, we just, we're not after fancy stuff, mate. We just want squirty I water. Just, yeah. Well, you know what? Run a I can do some hose. more. Yeah, maybe a sprinkler. I can do some more. <laughs> well, I could from our on suite. <laughs> I could easily in. run and hose it through the window yeah. with a sprinkler. Yeah, just need one well, of those, actually, there's other one of those guns, you know, the, like just yeah. a attach, you know, yeah. bit of a T-piece with a gun. Yep. Give it a squirt. Yeah. Again, I'm happy with the shower. <laughs> <laughs> but Jack did say, where is he? Office. Jack, are you around? Um, I've just pulled Jack out of his office because you made a really good comment to me before when we were talking about, how are you, by the way? I'm good. I'm I know good. you're busy, so I won't keep you long. Yeah. You made a really good comment before when we were talking about the going back to greeting people <laughs> in a really polite way. What yeah. was it that you said? Oh, namaste. Yeah, <laughs> but afterwards you said it's a way for... Oh, it's... Uh, I'm, well, we were talking about uh, the world sort of like it's a good chance for the world to reset itself. Mm. That's right. I like. Have that. a look at have a look at what we're doing and how we can Ex- do things differently. Exactly. No, you're you're on the ball there. Yeah, yeah. It's and that's a really good point. I quite like that. Which just comes back to the toileting. I always come back to the. <laughs> yeah. like, have a look at what we're doing, and we, you know we can change it. Why are we re- so reliant on? Why are people paper. losing their that's mind it. over toilet paper? Yeah. Toilet paper. Yeah. No, I, actually, I just came back from Vietnam, and they don't use toilet papers. They yeah. use a bidet. Yeah. Do they? Well, yeah, Charlie's on to a bidet at the moment. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of French influence in Vietnam too, though, isn't there? Because absolutely got French bakers and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yep. Yeah. Heaps of French. Sorry, their bread is a French recipe. So, you know, you go to a, a, a Vietnamese bakery. Yes. That's direct French influence right there. Because it yeah, is yeah. that really sweet, beautiful bread, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Glorious. Delicious. Yeah, it is glorious. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. That's really yeah. all I wanted because I thought if I if you don't say it, then I'm not going to say it correctly and it's not going to sound as good coming from me. Uh, yeah, just a thought, really. I mean, don't it was a good one <laughs> and it was a profound one and it did yeah. stop me in my tracks. Yeah, no, we're going back to the old ancient ways of greeting, you know, like the clapped hands and the bow and mm. the top hats and, you know. And I suppose this is why, because uh, uh, we didn't know about germs back in the day and about um, transmission of and rah, rah, and people worked out pretty quickly that if, uh, I suppose, this is what happened, that, they, you know, if they... The more touching, the more they got sick. Mm. So this is why they were doing the tipping of the hat, the bowing of the hands, yeah. and the touching. So. Yeah. Four no, that whole thing about it's like Confucius <laughs> sitting around oh, the table. I better go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jack. That whole thing about social distancing. Um, 
uh, there was physical that whole thing distancing. about anxiety. Well, no, uh, social distancing. I was talking about uh, the anxiety surrounding it. Ah, uh, yeah. Like using that term. Oh, so really? he's right. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like I was talking about people being home by themselves. And, mm. just and there would be a lot of people that are home all by themselves with no pets, no family oh, yeah. around, or anything like that. And we were talking about this. Like some personality types would enjoy that, and some like Charlie. Mm, no, not, hate not it. liking it. Yes, mm. <laughs> yes. Hate it. Um, Whereas my husband, but, your wife, yeah. even me to a certain degree, every yeah. now and then, love it. No problem. Yeah, yeah. as long as I got enough books, sorted. Yeah, as I, long have as had, um, <laughs> I have had. I have had mates up here just dropping me off a coffee from Black Milk, just leaving on the door, and then sitting in the car and talking to me from <laughs> the window. <laughs> That's probably fair enough too. Yeah. At least you've got smart friends. Yeah. How many oh, more? Thanks. How many more days have you got left in isolation? Mm, I? I'm day six now. Oh really? Yeah, it's Friday yeah. week. I think. Gosh, that went quick. So we've only got. I'm going to keep this cardboard cut out here until you're out, and then we're going to auction it off. Oh, great. <laughs> hopefully, Ethan, you get more, hopefully you get more than what I paid for it. Well, Ethan didn't want it in the house anymore because he said well, it was scaring Jacob, him and Claudia. <laughs> Jacob told me last night, he goes, what are you going to do with this cardboard cutout? And I said, oh, I know. It's you guys to keep. You can have it. And he goes, we don't want it. Yeah. You're going to be walking in and it scares the shit out of us. <laughs> That's really nice, but please take it. Norto actually went and got it for us, which is great. Thanks, Norto. But I can't imagine Carmel put up much of a fight. No, no, no. no. She, you, you have no idea yeah. how quickly she I know, because I messaged Ethan this morning. I'm like, where's the cardboard cutout and how did you enjoy it? He goes, well, that was the icing on the cake for my 18th, yeah. but I want it gone. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it and we'll do something wonderful for it. But I feel it. like it's a friendly face, though. Eh? Um, yeah. Maybe Harley would enjoy it. <laughs> Maybe you should bid for it, Charlie, <laughs> in the auction. Mm. Harley would enjoy well, you being home, you know. All, all this, the time? All this, all this, all this uh, you know, uh, isolation that you've done, Harley would be enjoying that, wouldn't he? Well, no, he's outside because when I took him down the dog, dog park this morning, he thought it'd be great to rub himself in, in like the dirt down there. Uh, so he's filthy, so I had to wash him. Can I ask what kind of dog Harley is? A, he is a golden retriever. Oh, okay, great. I had I had images of you with a big fluffy Pomeranian <laughs> under your arm with a bow. Yeah, in, <laughs> in his in his satchel <laughs> walking to the dog park with your hipster hat uh, on and your khaki khaki. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no. No, Harley's uh, well, I think he's enjoying it. He's looking at me through the window at the moment. Anyway, four hundred bucks. I found one for 400 bucks at toilet seat that washes your bum. Are you still yep. searching for bidets while you're chatting Surely to us? we can get it down to I haven't been listening to anything you say. <laughs> Surely we can get it down to 100 Sure, Like, if it's yeah. 100 bucks, I'd consider it. So would I. Well, hmm. well even, yeah. But this one looks really good. It's got a light in there. So it lights uh, up. I don't need Some lights. Light. Don't need any of that. No, just, just no. water. Yeah. That's it. And does it need to but be plumbed into the cistern or well, what I, happens there? Well, I don't know, but I would imagine that you just put a piece off the normal plumbing that goes into the toilet. No, sorry, hold the press. This is worth it. This has got an air dryer as well. I don't think I need that either. Oh, I think I do need that. <laughs> sorry, so from a perspective, a, that would be amazing. So you've got a dryer, can, can uh, just, can a bum washer, uh, air dry. and also a heat, no. heat warmer. Oh. A heat warmer. Gosh, that would be bliss on a For 400 cool bucks. winter's morning. For 400 bucks. Look, if I buy three... I think the only, uh, only drawback there's no, of this, there's no discount at all. Only drawback of this is how often do people have PowerPoints next to a toilet? 
<laughs> Ours is not far away. Um, wait a minute, I think it might be Battery for a bit. Far away. It's what? Battery? Yeah. I'm going to have to look into this. You are. Report back. Yeah, can you, Talk to you, can, next you week. can you put a report together and <laughs> report back to us next week? That'd Excel be really good. <laughs> a ten-page report on the pros and cons. Not ten. That's too long. But at least five. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah. great. All right, we'll let you uh, go. I've got, yeah, well, I've got gone seat. Well, <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. What are you watching this yeah. afternoon? Uh, well, I've still got to get through um, the what's the name, the Crown. Oh, you haven't finished that yet. Yeah. Crown, the scones, and a cup of tea. How wonderful. <laughs> By the way, um, I was quite confident that on my travels home that, well, until I got to Melbourne, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> and then went to a wedding. Okay. Well, kind of. Mm-hmm. What you, there is no kind, kind of. of. There is. I could, no, I didn't really go close to it, if that makes sense. You went to a, uh, an you Italian went wedding. wedding. And it was a garden go, wedding. And you didn't go close to anyone. No, it was a garden wedding, and uh, I kept at least a metre and a half away from everyone. I find that really hard to believe, Chalutz. If you were at this wedding that Charlie was at last weekend, <laughs> I'm going to be found us? out here, aren't I? Yeah. Yes, you are. I'm going to do some yeah, research, and say, I know that there's a lot of your family that listen to this podcast, Charlie. Yeah, we're going to get to the bottom of this. If you touch Charlie or were within a metre and a half of him last weekend. No, no one, no, no one touched me. <laughs> Believe me, no one's actually no one's yeah, come near me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> also, the story of my sex tape. <laughs> totally a sex tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, fine. For the fourth time, go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, Bye. Yeah. Bye. Jeez, Charlie is bored though, isn't he? Oh my god. Oh, gee whiz. Yeah, when he calls and you go, well, am I up for twenty minutes, thirty minutes? What am I up for here? And yeah, well, am I prepared to commit the time before you answer? <laughs> <laughs> he rang me on Saturday morning. I was sitting at loft trying to contain my two children. Yeah. And in the end, I went, Chalutz, I've got to ring you back. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I forgot to ring him back because I again. Yeah, it's a given. It's okay <laughs> because. <laughs> He <laughs> would have moved on to somebody else yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, but we're only talking about the footy because we were supposed to go to the Richmond-Carlton game tomorrow, yeah. which I believe is still going to happen. Just without a crowd. Without a crowd, mm. which is just so bizarre to me. It's going to cost the clubs a fortune. Oh, it's going to cost – and this is the thing. It's going to cost everybody a fortune yep. in the end. I mean, in, in my Clear Eyes business, I've been – like chasing tail this week with clients going, what do we do? We are not – I've had one have to pull everything, um, which is fair enough. They're a travel agent, so yeah. totally get that. But retailers sort of going, do we close for certain hours and certain days? And, you know, I've still got to pay rent. I've got to pay wages. You know, one win that I did hear about, though, um, was an unexpected win for St Vinnie's or whoever it is that does the soup kitchen type thing for the homeless in Melbourne. Yeah. They've had donations from like people like the Grand, Grand Prix and the, all these major events. Yeah. So <laughs> the homeless are da- dining out on like – Lobster and steak. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. Because it's like, you know, these all these corporate events have got canned, but they already had the food orders. Yeah. So they're having, you know, oysters, they're having, you know, prime cuts of beef and all sorts of stuff. So good on them. Well, yeah, absolutely. That's what a good. treat. Speaking of uh, catering getting canned, you'll notice there's nothing on the table today from the women's shop. <sighs> it's a shame. It is a, it is a shame. But Kerry – messaged me this morning she goes I'm sorry we're gonna let you down they're a man down and they've still got catering orders so things are still yeah. happening I know a lot of the corporate farms out that way are having like 
meetings every day. And we've got Anita here from RDHS who will let us know how many hundreds of meetings they've had this week. But things like that are still happening. And as you well know, if there's no food in a meeting, it could be an email. So, yes, Mm. they're still doing that and they're a man down. So, um, that's fine. They're off the hook for now. That takes us to a toilet paper shortage. (laughs) And Anita from RDHS, how are you? Very well, thank you, Jane. How run off your feet and busy are you right now? We are very busy. We are trying to um, follow the regular, and that is more than daily, updates from the Department of Health on the coronavirus and the COVID-19 situation, situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as it evolves. So do you, do you get daily updates from the Department of Health anyway um, when there's not a pandemic going around? Uh, probably not daily, regular, mm. we would say, but this is more than daily. It's a, it's, things are changing. It's almost an hourly thing, yeah. isn't it? Like um, I know at my work we, we're getting you know, multiple emails a day about what's happening um, and how we should respond and all that sort of stuff. So it's, yeah, it's certainly on the forefront of everyone's um, agenda. Are the AMBOs getting many call-outs for people that uh, – Well, yes and no. So it's the same sort of call-outs, I guess, mm. but um, uh, now we have to have a um, – have suspicion when there's any respiratory illness or febrile illness of so we have to have that suspicion and then say well let's treat this um you know with the uh physical distancing or the social distancing right until we can work out whether there's a just cause for us to don the um safety gear or whether we're just gonna you know approach with like a, a normal um situation with a normal ppe yeah Okay. So, yeah, there is. we have got the extended PPE that we'll use if there has been um, a case where, you know, they've had close contact or been overseas or, or any of those sort of situations. So mm. we can don the gear, which takes us a, a bit of time. And then... The hazmat uh, suit. The hazmat suit with all the... <laughs> can you please take a selfie next time you're in the hazmat suit? <laughs> I, I will. We did. Uh, we have done training uh, putting it on and off because we need to do it re- reasonably quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously with someone with a respiratory illness, um, if they're calling for an ambulance, they're unwell yeah. so we need to get to them pretty quickly so we mm. need to be able to put this gear on quickly so we can get to them and help them but because um, asthma is a big thing at the moment too because there's a lot of almond harvest going on and i've got a five-year-old chronic asthmatic who coughs at night at the moment anyway but wakes up in the morning as happy mm. as larry there's no temperature there's no runny nose so long as we keep the ventolin up to him yep. but if he was to have and he said to me this morning oh, i had a little asthma attack last night didn't i mum but it wasn't as bad as when we had to call the ambulance <laughs> no mate it wasn't as bad but if, if it did get to that level and he was having a bit of an asthma attack we had to call you guys, would you have to put the hazmat suit on? No. no. So okay. we ask a few questions first yeah. about, you know, have, has he been in contact with anyone? Has he been overseas? All yep. this sort of stuff. Yep. So the, the basic questions that we ask, and if it's all no, 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 then we just treat with normal precautions that we already have anyway. So we, we put the normal PPE like gloves and goggles and that sort of stuff on yep. and, um, and we just treat as per normal, which I'd say would be the same sort of situation at the hospital, you'll, isn't it? You'll find if you ring primary health mm. – or when people ring for an appointment or when the girls ring them to confirm appointments, we're asking those questions. Mm. Have you been in contact with someone who's been overseas in the last 14 days? Have you been overseas in the last 14 days? And do you have any cough, cold or flu symptoms? So the girls are asking everyone that before they come up. And we're encouraging people, if you do have cold and flu symptoms, please don't come up to the primary health centre. We predominantly deal with well people our area. Mm. Um, similarly at the hospital, when they present to the hospital, the urgent care centre, they'll be asked the same questions. Yeah. And the good news is, like, say if I do uh, come down with an illness, 
we are allowed to just call the doctor and say um, I'm unwell, um, but I can't. I don't want to present to the clinic. Yes. Um, can I get a certificate from home to say that I'm unwell so that I can present that for work and say, well, look, you know, so I don't have to expose other people by going in getting a doctor's certificate. And most GPs now, including the ones we have at um, RDHS, are all set up for telephone and video. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. So there's yep. there's that doctors on demand and the They're video conferencing is yep. all ready to go, yep. which is great, isn't it? Because there will be people that need that need to self isolate because of yeah. coming back or being in whatever, yeah. and they don't want to go to a clinic, which is great, and that's common sense. And a lot of these things, I think, are common sense, like the washing your hands, the don't go to work if you have a cold, don't send your kids to school or a childcare centre if they have a cold, don't visit your elderly grandma in the nursing home if you have a cold, don't visit a cancer patient or a newborn if your kids or yourself have so much as a sniffle. And that, and I had to say because I do my massage business once a week as well. I've had to say to people because I have a respiratory kid and a cancer patient as a parent. If you've got so much as a sniffle, like this is 365 days of the year. If you've got so much as a sniffle, I don't want to see you. And I haven't been sick for yeah. a long time, which is great because of all that contact I have with my dad. And my son. And it's like what Jack was saying. Hopefully this gives us an idea to reset our thinking. Yes. So it's not just when, when COVID eventually goes away and um, we, we keep the same practices. Like mm. just be responsible about um, if you're ill, please be responsible. You know, stay away. If you don't need to go to the doctor and you can just do a teleconference mm. to them, then maybe that's the solution that is actually going forward mm. um, after COVID goes. Yeah, let technology be a good thing for us with things like this and the ability yeah. to teleconference and things like that. Yep. What would be nice is if people remembered after this is all passed to wash their hands. Yeah. I can't believe that's a new concept to people. One of our staff was at Melbourne Airport recently and we were talking about it and she said heaps of people had masks on but the number of people she saw leave the toilet cubicle and not wash their hands was unbelievable. I just can't and I can't wrap my head around that. Mm. Imagine I would be embarrassed if something had slipped my mind or I got distracted or whatever and forgot to wash my hands. Yeah. It's, yeah, incredible that we have to remind people. Uh, people are going nuts on toilet paper, but they're not washing their hands. It's just, it uh, blows my mind. Uh, yeah, it just, it blows my mind too. I can't believe it. Hand washing is the single most effective way of preventing the spread of germs. Of any germs. Yes. And we're not just talking about this COVID-19 or coronavirus <laughs> or... Now that you're here, Anita, we're going to lay to rest some of these rumours and things that we're taking from Dr. Google or our friends on Facebook, like the camping thing. My sister told me, she's a school teacher, I would think she would know to get her information from knowledge. She said to me yesterday, I can't go camping if we need to, if we go on lockdown. Of course you can. Of course you can. Going bush would be the most desirable thing, I would think. You're self-isolating. That's what you need to do. Yeah. What a great excuse to go camping. Having said that, you only need to do that if you've been overseas in the last 14 days or been in contact with someone <coughs> who has. <laughs> or, or showing symptoms. I think I've got a cough. <laughs> <laughs> but is it true that young children, because when you have a look at all the statistics and stuff, there's very little, very few cases of kids between zero and nine that have had this thing. Is it true that kids can be carriers and not show any signs or symptoms? Uh, it seems like yes, but there's still so much they don't know about this yet. 
Um, and you've got to think about, as a mother, mm. kids get sick all the time mm. and they possibly aren't testing them for this so, um, or not needing to test them and kids will get sick and they'll get over it and they'll be fine. But mm. they are suggesting that maybe kids are carriers rather than um, producing symptoms. But, again, it's still early Or days. just low symptoms, mm. like, you know, not you know having a sniffly yeah. nose, a bit of a cough and that's about yeah. it and they're okay and getting over it or mm. no symptom at all. Yeah. Mm. Having said that, like anything, if your child is sick in any way, including gastro, cold, flu, whatever, please don't send them. Head lice, anything. Head lice, yes. Don't send them. Don't dose them up on Nurofen and send them. No. Drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Anywho, no. that's my vent for today. So, and that, that's the scary thing though, when you say we still don't know, it still really is a very new virus and that's what the concern is, isn't it? Because we don't know. No, we don't know, but... We are doing everything mm. we can mm. to be prepared. Mm. That's and that's all we can do because this is never. This is a virus that hasn't been known to humans until now, isn't that right? Well, it's just new. Yeah, well, yeah. it's a new strain of. Uh, I mean, we've known other viruses. I mean, we have flu vaxes every year for you know flu, mm. flu A, flu B, all that sort mm. of stuff for new strains, and mm. um, it's just showing now that why we need everyone to be vaccinated um, because if you don't have you know immunity, herd immunity, like then other people that are vulnerable will mm. get ill. Mm. Like, so myself, as a healthcare worker, need to have the flu vax because I consider myself to be reasonably fit and healthy. Mm. I could get over um, flu. Mm. That's, no, that's no worries. But I'm in contact with vulnerable people yeah. and I don't want them to, you know, I don't want to be the cause of their illness. Yes, so. and this is the thing that I've been stressing. It's not you or me or Anita or anybody else in our age group demographic that's fit and healthy that we're worried about. Yep. It will be like a cold. It's those that are over 70. Yep. Vom- with compromised immune systems. Correct, like cancer, cancer. patient patients, yep. newborn babies. Exactly right. That kind of thing. So um, do you have to be – so we're talking about how it was spread before and it's through mouth or orifice. Droplets. Oh, Mm. That's the sixth time we've said orifice on this podcast, which is <laughs> concerning. But do you have to be in the presence of that person for more than 10 minutes or? So what they're saying is close contact and they've actually given a definition. This is the Department of Health, a definition of what close contact is. So I'll read it. <laughs> a close contact is someone who has been face to face for at least 15 minutes with someone who has tested positive for COVID-19 or been in the same closed space for at least two hours when the person was potentially infectious. So um, if you are a close contact, and it has mm. to be with someone who has the disease. That has confirmed, like confirmed being tested. Case. Confirmed Positive. case. Okay. All right. So, again, don't panic that you're going to get it just because you've got a sniffle. How likely is it, in the big scheme of things, how likely is it to reach Robinvale and the surrounds? Um, again, we don't know, but we're prepared for it if it does. Mm. Um we, as health professionals, we already take precautions against yeah. these sort of illnesses. And, and the thing is, it's a pandemic, which means that you have to expect that it will come. That's mm. how it works. Like, we're, all we're trying to do is, uh, you might have heard the term, flatten the curve. Mm. So we don't want the big spike of yes. um, cases. And so we do every, all these precautionary measures, measures so that we can flatten that curve because mm. it, it will come and that curve will come. We just want to flatten it and uh, smooth it out so we don't... Um, 
have as many people affected. Yes. And there's a really good – Joe Rogan is another really good podcast, almost as good as this one. Um, <laughs> but he had a healthcare expert talking about it the other day and he was talking about that curve and what that means to flatten it out and yeah. why all these precautions are, um, are in place. There's a lot of rumours going around locally, though, that there's been two cases in Swan Hill and there's six cases in Mildura and there's a case in Robinvale already. Untrue. Uh, there are absolutely no confirmed cases in the Mallee from Swan Hill right up to Mildura at this point. Mm. That doesn't mean people haven't been tested. And the Swan Hill issue, which became a big thing because there was two potential that were tested and proved to be negative. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you'll find that a lot of people that are tested, um, there's been a lot of cases of flu. Influenza like A. Influenza A, Influenza B. Is that what it is? Yeah. So uh-huh. people actually have the flu. Yep. And then in – you know, previous years, April probably never would have been tested for it mm. because of COVID. They get tested, and the test um, is the same test. So they screen you for all. Um, so it's not just they're not just doing a specific COVID test. Oh. So they'll screen you for I think it's up to eleven now um, things that you could possibly have, which means that the the test will come back. Oh well, actually, you haven't got COVID, but you you know you had oh. flu A. We've t- spoken about the toilet paper issue. Over and over and over. But still, you go into Richie's today, there is none. I had a care package sent home with me from Swan Hill yesterday by my mum yes. who went all around Swan Hill while I was at council yesterday trying to find nappies and toilet paper and paper towel because we couldn't get paper towel either. Yeah. Um, and she did, which is wonderful. Lovely. However, if you're stockpiling toilet paper, there's an issue that's not coronavirus or COVID or if you're using that much toilet paper that you There's think you're going to need. seriously wrong with <laughs> your bowel. You need some emodium, <laughs> not just toilet paper. Good point. Um, and diarrhoea or increased bowel movements are not a typical feature of um, coronavirus or COVID-19. It's a respiratory mm. infection. Mm. So, um, And it's toilet odd. paper is not going to run out. It's made in Australia. Yeah, it's actually yeah. made in Victoria and there's a new plant in South Australia. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to run – supply is fine, isn't it? Yep. They're loving it. Yeah. yeah, I heard that. Uh, well, I don't know if it's true or not, but um, the local Richies uh, did their biggest week ever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I heard. I heard they did their biggest weekend ever last yeah. weekend, which is you know above Christmas, above ski race weekend, above all the other you know major things that we have here, and all because of these numb nuts panic buying. <laughs> That's what everyone's doing. Yes, just leave it to be. Get what you need only and just leave it be. Yeah. Supermarkets are not running out of food. What they're running out of is time to restock the shelves Mm. because they are so busy. Mm. So I did hear today on the radio that um, some supermarkets are talking about closing for several hours at night. I don't know about here, but in Mildura they're 24 Mm. hours supermarkets. Mm. They're going to close from 8 till 8 and restock. Yeah. And you know what? So they should. Like, and that's all it is about the toilet paper. It's just the restocking part of it. Like, yeah. there's heaps of toilet paper. It's yeah. just trying to get it onto the shelves yeah. quick enough. It's and really having to have security guards do it is just beyond craziness just to me. Stupid. It's yeah. unkind. It's unnecessary. Yes. But I'll tell you what is becoming more necessary in my mind, a bidet. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll talk about it. You know, it's change your, change your practices. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, it's, it's certainly worth a thought. Yeah. I, I'm... I'm still stuck on this thought. Mm. When we purchased our house, there was two in there and we got rid of them. I'm thinking <gasps> now we shouldn't have. Yeah. There was two? One in the ensuite, one in the toilet. Stop it. That's no. incredible. Who built your house? I don't know. French couple. Yeah. Or a Japanese <laughs> they couple, perhaps. Two days, mm. apparently. Well, Who? I've never used one. Well, 
they're I have used one once. <laughs> Very strange feeling. It's, I think it's a feeling you'd have to get used to because it was a weird. A strange in a good way feeling? Well, not really. No, really? Well, oh. I find it hard to believe that it's not a good feeling. <laughs> well, yeah, no. Uh, I, I'm sure that you would get used to it, but I wasn't, you know, I thought, eh, yeah, You weren't into it? I wasn't into it. Mm. No. I would expect a different opinion from Chilots, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> So we were talking before about how the common practice, the washing your hands, yes. the covering your mouth when you sneeze or cough, keeping ho- staying home when you've got the flu. These should all be common yes, practice anyway, they shouldn't should. they? Um, it it's, tends to be adults that don't practice good coughing and sneezing hygiene because most mm. kids, as soon as they start preschool, are taught cough into your elbow or if you haven't got a tissue, cough into your clothes. Mm-hmm. It's the... Grown-ups that tend not to do that, they yes. cough into their hand or they sneeze into their hand and then what happens yeah. to that it's, hand? It's covered in droplets. Yeah, that's right. It's um, But the hand washing is very strange. I mean, as a nurse and as a mother health professional here, all you do all day is wash your hands. Yeah. So. Even when, you know, because I do the massage thing, but playing with equipment outside mm. of that computers and whatever, like I would hate to think, and I'm forever sterilising keyboards and things like that, but surgically washing my hands up to my elbows all the time, which is why my hands are so dry, I think. I should probably look for a different brand of soap perhaps. I don't know. Hey, I've seen some people uh, using gloves, which is a good thing, but gloves also, like hand washing, need to be changed. Mm. So, like, if you're out there and it's the first thing that you've you've decided, oh, what I'll do is I'll wear gloves. It still doesn't protect you because it's still on the outside of the glove if you touch your mouth. So unless you're changing those gloves quite often, Mm. as much as you should be washing your hands, then you're still getting those droplets everywhere and all that sort of stuff. So have a think about it. Yeah, Yeah. it's the same thing with hospitality workers now. Hospitality workers don't wear gloves for that exact reason. You go and handle change with a glove on yeah. and then go back to mm-hmm. making – like unless you're going to be changing that or taking it off every time. Very you, often, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're it's off. just easier to wash your hands. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hand sanitizer, I believe, is not back in stock yet. No. I know the chemists haven't got any. Um, soap and water. Yes. 20 seconds is just as effective or more so. If more so. The virus. Yeah. The hand sanitizer is designed for bacteria mm. rather than – Virus. This is a virus. You're better off to wash your hands with soap and water. Tell, I know the difference, particularly between a bacterial and a viral infection, but Nordo, <laughs> tell well, us the difference between bacteria and a virus. Well, bacteria is almost it's a, like a living thing, mm. really, and virus um, is is well, you can't really say it's it's not even um, a living thing, really. It's just a, a set of code like RNA or whatever it is to say you know, what to do. So it doesn't um, necessarily want to survive and reproduce. It just does its thing. Yeah. So it's, it's really – so we treat bacteria like a living thing and we can, uh, you know, have antibiotics and stuff and mm. we can starve it. And we can do stuff like – because it metabolises and all that sort of stuff, whereas viruses, it's just uh, like – It's like a mechanism to tell your body to do – Correct. It's a, yeah. set of in, it's a set of instructions, yeah. really. So it's like – well, this is why we call a computer virus a mm. virus because mm. it's it's essentially that. It's a set of instructions to try and mess with the system. To mess with the system and corrupt the system. Yeah. And that's why bacterial infections can be so serious though, isn't it? Because they do – they keep – multiplying and growing yeah. and manifesting in different ways. A completely different argument and a bit off the topic, but that's why people don't get antibiotics for viruses and it's really important that they don't take them for viruses. Yes. Yep. You need to save them for bacterial infections. Yes. Because if you have um, antibiotic-resistant vi- um, 
bacterial infections, mm. then you're in a lot of trouble. Mm. And the way we get that uh, antibody resistance is by overuse of antibiotics. And that can quite often happen when young children are giving a- antibiotics for no reason, really, yeah. when they're really young yeah. and their whole constitution's compromised. Yeah. It's a miracle of modern medicine. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have it for many years to come. But uh, the, this is the thing about COVID is waking us up to the fact that we could have pandemics that are bacterial mm. because of, um, you know, antibiotic resistant bacterias that could you know we've got no way uh you know we've got some antiviral meds that are, are out now and we've got some uh, obviously a lot of an- different antibiotics mm. but if they if the antibiotics stop working then we'll go back to the days where we didn't have antibiotics and you know you could die of a uh, then we're in trouble mm. aren't you could, we you cut your foot and it gets a bit festy and yeah you die and yeah which is <laughs> Well, it's weird. morbid, but yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Could, yeah, we are taking for granted uh, mm. the modern medicine of what we could do. Mm. What's the difference between a pandemic and an epidemic? Got no idea. What's I? No, I don't. You didn't know. ask me that question. No, I didn't. I it's only just because we've been throwing the word, and it's been thrown around for a couple of a couple of weeks. It's a fair point. We could Google that. Let's one. Google it on a very um, <laughs> well respected and appropriate website. Yes. Yeah. Now that was going to be my next question. If you do suspect that you may have contracted it. Um, what's the best course of action? And we've talked about the video conferencing yeah. and whatever, but who, where do we start? Okay, so the first thing you should do, there's a D, the DHHS in Victoria, the Department of Health and Human Services, mm-hmm. have a hotline. I'm going to say the number, but okay. you're also going to get it. Uh, yes. 1-800-675-398. There is also a national COVID-19 triage hotline. Free call again, 24-7, one 800 020080. Um, locally, ring if you want to know, ring your GP. Don't mm. just go in and present at the clinic and say, oh, I think I might have COVID 19. You ring the clinic. Um, as I said before, um, there's most doctors are now set up to do telephone mm. triage, telephone consults, mm-hmm. um, and we'll let you know there are testing facilities available. Um, Locally? Yes, but there's very strict criteria for testing. Yes. So the criteria at the moment is recent overseas travel or contact with recent overseas traveller within the last 14 days Mm -hmm. or contact with a confirmed case and symptomatic. So you need to have cough, fever, sore throat. What happens if you don't know, if you've been somewhere, and this this will lead me into the why we're – closing down crowded places. But if you don't know if you've been in some in contact or near someone for an extended period of time, if you've been at church or on the school bus or whatever it might be of someone that might have been in contact with someone that's been overseas or anything like that, but all of a sudden you've developed sore throat, fever, a bit of a cough. It's something that you need to talk to your GP about. Mm. Um very much like the ambulance and the health service, the GPs are being updated regularly yep. on, on testing criteria and when to test. The other thing is the department in the background are very, very good at doing um, some backward tracing. So oh. um, you might think you had been in contact with someone, but the department can tell. And that's where this COVID-19 hotline comes in. 
oh. interplay because they'll be able to tell if there was you say you're at the footy, not that mm. it's been anymore, and there is a confirmed case at the footy, and you don't know whether you were near them. Mm. They'll be contacting everyone that was really. So that's where Big Brother's very handy these days, isn't it? Mm. Information like data like yeah. that. So you might see on Facebook and. Not the best source of information, <laughs> generally speaking. However, there are some um, good webs, good organisations that play into this. Yes, Facebook. but you might see um, people talking about flights. Mm. Um, Department of Aviation, I think it is, or the Department of Health putting up if you're on this flight, this flight, this flight. Yep, and naming the flights where they've been, where they've come from. Contact the Department of Health. Wow, because obviously there's been a confirmed case or a confirmed case. Mm. Wow. Confirmed case on there. So they're doing a lot of that contact tracing. Yeah, and that's um, that is where all of that information and you know all those conspiracy theories about the government listening to us and tracing everywhere we've been. Well, hello, this is why they do it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Exactly right. It yeah. helps out, but it, it has to be real. It has to be a confirmed case. So you know, if you're not too sure, then it probably isn't going to happen. So if you say, "Oh, but I was on a bus," and you know, there might have been someone on it. Well, no, no. that's not how it works. Mm. So it, you have to have known that it's a confirmed case. You were there, and then so like Julia Gillard recently, um, they had uh, the Justin Trudeau's wife. The yes, she hugged her. Oh, and she was a confirmed case. So now she knows I was with her, hugged her. Oh, and she has to self isolate. So Does she have it? No, no, she's not. You're not tested unless you. I know she has to just self oh. isolate. So she yeah, just right. isolates herself and then waits 14 days if she's un, um, you know not symptomatic. In yep. those 14 days, then, then she's good. Well, yeah, you, you still have to be aware, but you yeah. can then start to integrate back into. Because it takes five plus days for it to manifest itself, doesn't it? That's the information at the moment that it's yeah. about five days from contact to developing symptoms. Yeah. I guess this is a really good – up to 10, I think, yeah. is what they're saying. So, you know – 5.1 is the average. Yeah, there's no hard and fast rule. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it's different for but everybody. That's the reason they're saying 14 days because they're, mm. they're pretty confident that it would happen within – Within that 14-day 14 14 14 period. Yeah, okay. And now they're saying travel anywhere. It's not just yes. those yeah. high – Any overseas yeah. uh, international travel. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense, and doesn't it? Robinvale District Health had already – we had a couple of our staff on holiday. We already brought that into effect before, mm. and yep. just as a precaution. Yes. Just on uh, epidemic versus pandemic, oh, uh, yes. it's just on scale, apparently. So oh. um, epidemic is a, a, a smaller scale than a pandemic. It means that pandemic is most likely everyone. Yes, whereas right. epidemic is um, isolated areas. Oh, I interesting. From the very short Google search that I just did. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are looking up websites, try and look for ones that have .gov on them mm. um, or even .org because usually it's better information. Um, it's, it's more robust information and it's, it's not somebody's opinion. Yes. I was going to say, unfortunately due to the um, social distancing recommendations, we have cancelled all of our groups. Yep. Physical distancing it is now, yeah. isn't it? We're not yeah, saying social, social yeah, physical, distance. This physical is another thing. Distancing. This is 24 hours that's yes. changed. Yeah. So <laughs> that is difficult because some of our groups are the only opportunity people have to socialise. Yeah. So what we're asking is if people can be show a bit of kindness, go and visit people, check on the neighbours. If you've got spare toilet paper... Or not even having to physically check on them. You can them. Um, Skype them, ring them, Skype you know, them. do whatever it takes, you know, yeah. Facebook Messenger, whatever it, it FaceTime. is. FaceTime. FaceTime. Yeah. And just um, 
for people who access services at RDHS, keep an eye on our Facebook page, which mm. is a reliable mm. source of information because we're keeping it updated regularly. As soon as we know stuff, we're putting it there. Yeah. If we make changes to anything, we're putting it. Yes. Yeah. And this is what a health service is for and a reminder that RDHS is a health service, yes. not a hospital. It is a health service. Yes. yes. Not an A&E, not an emergency department. It's a health service. If you need more information on that, go to. I'll put the website. All of this information that you've um, that you've spoken about today, Anita, and prepared in a wonderful little word document. I'm actually going to put that up on our website as well, so that people can access it. The websites, the phone numbers, and all of this critical little link about the um, music that you can wash yeah. your hands to, which is cool. Yes. Yeah, so, tell us about that. So ideally, best practice is that you wash your hands for 20 seconds, mm-hmm. all over fingers, between your fingers, palms. Backs, up, wrists. up to your elbows. We say pay particular attention to your wrists, but what we used to say is sing happy birthday twice and there's your 20 seconds, but that gets very, very boring, particularly when you're washing your hands <laughs> as many times as we do a day. Mm. So there's a little link called um, washyourlyrics.com and you can just put in any song and it'll give you the amount of the song you have to sing to be 20 seconds worth of hand washing. That's cool. And I did just for Charlie's benefit put in Let It Go before <laughs> and it came up with a Jimmy Fallon Version. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is inappropriate for right now, but that's fine. The other thing, <laughs> well, while I was preparing for this, I did um, – one thing that's come out is that there our children are concerned about this. Yes. The UNICEF have a really good blog in there on how to talk to your children about coronavirus. Do they? It's worth looking at, and I've given you that link as you well. You have. Ooh. Anita, thank you for pre- preparing all of that for me. I, I would imagine you are flat out busy trying to keep out. up. Leanne, who's sort of our um, – Leanne Adcock is our – Don. Um, yeah, she's called the Director of Clinical Services, so she's the one Why that's – Don? Director, director of nursing. Ah, oh, gotcha. Okay. That's the old term. Yeah, yes. the new term is director of clinical services. So she is all over this yep. stuff. We'll see if we can catch up with her next week because we'd love to have a chat. Yes. Yeah, I but love it. Really, we wanted to let people know that they don't need to hoard. They do not need that much toilet paper. <laughs> Be kind to each other. Yeah. Show There's no cases There's around. No cases, despite what you see on social media. There and are although we have to make, uh, we have to have physical distance. You're still able to connect with people. Yes. Please mm. call them and, um, yes. and make sure that everyone's okay. Yeah, and we'll keep doing this podcast thing because there's at least a meter of us around this round table at Network House. Yeah, so that's good. Terrific. Uh, Thank you very much. We'll let you get back to it. Thank you. Lots of handy information. You two are a wealth of information. Oh, not me so much. Anita's all over it, though. She is uh, doing it daily. We just sort of follow instruction at uh, work, and that's pretty much it. But, you know, those guys at RNHS, they're they're doing a very good job. Yeah, they are. Mm. But, again, it's one of those things that don't believe rumours. Don't buy into the rumour mill that, oh, there's a couple of cases in Swan Hill, isn't there? And that's how rumours get started. People take that isn't there. They don't hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to mention quickly, because you have mentioned before on, on this podcast about the, our uh, suicide prevention network that we have started up in Sunbell. Yes. So I wanted to give you a bit of a quick update. On Go on, because so, I missed the last meeting. Uh, well, we are called RESP. Yes. RESP network, because that's a Rombell Houston suicide prevention network. Mm-hmm. Uh, we now have a logo. We do. So yes. that is awesome, because... Uh, 
everyone knows that the first thing you need as an organisation is a logo. Obviously. Because you can't do anything without a logo. No, can't that's write it. letters without can't, a logo. Can't do anything. No, that's it. Nothing. You know, we've got the, all these things planned. We can't do it. Didn't have a logo. So no. now we do. And we'd like to thank uh, Jessica Briganti for that. Oh, she, she did that. She helped us out immensely. So thanks for that. We also want to thank um, Work and Wear, John, because mm-hmm. he's helping us out with uh, shirts. You can't do anything without We're getting shirt. shirts. How good's that? Logo oh. on a shirt. Awesome. So we've got a strategic plan bedded down. Mm-hmm. We've got um, some ideas of what we want to do in the future. So um, if you start seeing uh, some things pop up on your Facebook feed about uh, this new logo that will be mm. fantastic and uh, everything will start popping up, then please subscribe, mm. listen into to us, uh, see what we're up to, and um, we'll try and get some uh, things happening in town. To, yeah. And we can integrate that into the 42K campaign too because it all marries in perfectly, obviously. Um, I just wanted to give an update to keep it, you know, on people's minds that, yes, we are still going, we're happening, we're Mm. we're moving through things. So there will be another meeting coming up and we'll, yeah. It's one of those things though that all of these things need planning and you need to go about it in a quite strategic way and that that doesn't happen overnight. No. So, you know. And – uh, thankfully, Network House, who is hosting the podcast mm. at their uh, place, has agreed to auspice the funds for the – Great. Uh, yeah. So that means that uh, we've sort of got a, a, a temporary home. Yeah. Which means, uh, yeah, if you uh, – in the future, we'll be having meetings at Network House and uh, they're auspicing the funds, so we'll have a, a tight connection here with Network House, with uh, RESP Network. Terrific. That is awesome. It's a place to be, Network House. It really is. Jack's got it rocking and rolling. But there's an official function for to say goodbye to Carolyn, isn't there? There is. She didn't want a party. She so we we're not throwing a party. We're just having uh, you know a bit of afternoon tea, a cup of tea, high tea, a high tea. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, we're just having a a bite to eat down at Robinswood, having some uh, selected. Invitees that doesn't include you. Jay. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> but uh, it's more uh, people that have uh, been involved in Carolyn's past. Yeah. So um, uh, people from her past are hopefully are coming along to say uh, thank you for her many years mm. of service. At, uh, How long was she guess. here? Oh God, don't ask me. It was all. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a Johnny Come Lately that's uh, joined the team. It's, it's a high twenties, I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's a long time, and I yeah. really should know, but I don't. Mm. Um, but it, interestingly, it's a it's a good bookend. Um, as in, my mother was part of the original uh, committee that started in Network House and um, employed Carolyn, and right. then uh, I'm. <laughs> I'm the one that's seeing her off at the wow. end. Wow. Yeah, so, that's uh, kind of poetic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, as she said, you know, it's, she's been bookended by the Nortons yeah. on the other side, so it's, it's good. Carmel Falvo was also telling me last week when Donnie was here that she, Carmel used to work here with Carolyn because there used to be an occasional daycare centre oh, right. or creche yeah. that used to operate from Network House. Network House has done many, many things yeah. over the years. It's, 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 it's a really good place. It, it's almost like a hidden gem that people don't know it about. It really is. It's incredible. Yeah. So. But there was supposed to be the, the mushroom cultivation workshop. It's Yeah, it's happening. Is it happening still? Yeah, yeah still, because we'll have enough um, – uh, well, there's not, you know, over so many people. And yeah. we'll have enough uh, physical distancing uh, <laughs> that we can still run the program, so that'll happen. Yep. Wow. There Do you, you know go. when that is off the top of your head? And it's on the Facebook page. It is on the Facebook page. I and don't know when it is off the top of my head. I uh, quite often tag Network House now in um, podcast Facebook feeds and things like that. So Cool. Um, and you can link to it off the website as well. So you can find it there if you're into cultivating mushrooms, mm. the no, edible type. It would be good, I reckon. Not the 
you know, psychedelic type. The, the magic ones. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the normal, normal mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I've got so many questions I could ask now, but I won't. <laughs> we'll move straight along because we've spoken for an incredibly long time today, particularly Chalutz. Couldn't get him off the phone. Oh, well, he's going to have to be part of the Patreon, isn't he? Because he can't fit all of his conversation. No, onto, no, no. Yeah, he'll have to be because yeah. 45 minutes he spoke for. <laughs> Just him. <laughs> Four times I tried to say goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, oh, just on that. Yeah, yeah, he's bored. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's okay. That's fine. There's heaps more Netflix out there for him. Nordo, thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks to Network me. House again. And uh, next week we might even have, you're going to stand in, because I don't think I can be alone in the same I know, room. I don't know if I can come, but I'll uh, send a cardboard cut out of myself. No, please don't. <laughs> no, I'll come. I'll come. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Bye. Right, see ya. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au. 